your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Mayor Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM, the once a month show with Lacrosse Mayor Mitch Reynolds. Uh, we're just a pre-show, pre-gaming uh, about Johnny Davis, and that's that's yeah. where I wanna I, I wanna talk about some other things clearly. But most of the show, we'll just talk about Johnny. Da- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to do that, Grant Bills is for, and Great. Johnny Davis will be on WKTY tomorrow morning with Dave Carney. So, oh, uh, that's got awesome. him and um, so I'll just give you my list, and then you tell me what what else we maybe need to talk about. Female locker rooms, uh, some some news about the Heritage Preservation Commission trying to um, uh, get some power into saving old buildings. Uh, let's see the chamber of commerce plan that you guys talked about. Yeah. It just, I think you just started getting the ball rolling there about that. Um, Jay Odegaard backroom deals to, uh, rent out that fish lab in Riverside park. Uh, we, oh we got to hear about the backroom deals that people. Call oh my use. God. <laughs> wow. Um, and if we get to it, you know, we can almost do wow. the, the Mormon Cooley road roundabout project at the DOT. Well, I, I want to know what you think about that. And then, and then if we really get to it, you know, we I always go back to what are we doing with uh, viaduct views, otherwise known as the Kmart development, the public market, uh, stuff like that. But uh, anything on your list? Anything on your list? Well, it's great to be here, Rick. Thanks so much for uh, having me on for another month, even though I'm, I'm sure this is awful for anybody listening. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, this, there's constantly things on my list every single day. I had this great meeting today with uh, WWBIC, which is also known as uh, Webic. Um And they do, uh, you know, kind of micro-loans and developments uh, for businesses and um, uh, provide uh, opportunities for small businesses to grow and expand. And, uh, you know, they open an office up here in the summer, and uh, they've been doing great work. And I really – it's just so exciting to – to see how, uh, and I think, let's see, I want to say, uh, let's see, I think we've, ex- they, they helped something like 5,500 different clients last year. And it's, it's, you know, it's about providing, like I said, educate, well, the loans, but also education about small business operation that's really focused on those small entrepreneurs, which are the backbone of our community. You know, and uh, it it was just great to have this meeting and talk about how the city can help facilitate this small business growth in our community. And really excited about that because there's so many people with great ideas out there and they want to they want to grow and they want to expand and they want to, uh, you know, they want to follow their dream and grow their own business. And, you know, obviously in a super challenging time right now. But I remember, uh, you know, I remember to, to see how I can help further help uh with their uh, their pursuits in our community well i had a friend at one point i don't know if he's still thinking about this but would he go to the to, to this webick uh he was going to do a meatballs food truck you know this guy i don't know uh would yep. he go to this business uh, this this yeah, business absolutely. development absolutely yeah okay so <laughs> full disclosure that was me uh yeah no i i mean if i was still into the meatball food truck idea which, by the way, if anybody wants to steal that, go ahead. Do you still? Am, did you get the I, food truck? Did you purchase the food truck? Can't remember if you purchased. It's no, sitting out in your front yard. I never yard. purchased a food truck. <laughs> by the way, it's uh, I call it Webick. It's Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative Co- Corporation. Um, I, I um, 
I always call it WeBix, so I sometimes forget to explain what the acronym means. But, uh, yeah, it's exactly that type of thing. And there have been uh, businesses like, not not a food truck necessarily. I, I, frankly, I don't know if there's any food trucks that have gotten WeBix loans. But uh, there are certainly other businesses that have been great entrepreneurs in our community, you know, started as, as very, very small businesses, and then were able to get some financing through Weavick and uh, also some education on how to, frankly, operate a business. I mean, sometimes, you know, this concept of a business is one thing, but then you start talking about cash flow and, um, you know, like profit and loss and uh, how to capitalize, you know, there's just so many different aspects to operating a small business that people just jumping in with an idea don't necessarily have in their back pocket. And so Weavick is one of those organizations that does a really, really good job at serving that segment well, of the population that doesn't necessarily get the prime financing that other businesses do. So well, my, my really business, excited to be with them. My anyway, business idea would be an uh, indoor sand volleyball facility, but it's a pretty yeah. basic concept, but I don't know anything about businesses. So. Yeah, well, I mean, this could be your opportunity. <laughs> All right, that's lacrosse mayor Mitch Reynolds. Hey, um, just yeah. real quick before we go to the first sure. break, uh, yeah. Johnny Davis, Wisconsin Badger. I talked. I, I I like to just drop in Johnny Davis news every once in a while. He's going to be, like I said, going to be on WKTY tomorrow. Um, yeah. You know, you're. I I feel like you're diehard Badger. Like you're watching a lot. I don't know. Maybe now because lacrosse is more invested. I don't. You're. I know you're watching all the Packer games. Are you watching all the Badger games too? I've caught almost all of the Badger games so far. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I, I am really surprised at this team. Uh, I, like many, did not expect as much as that they've shown us early in the season. And Johnny Davis's growth from not physical growth, but game growth from last season is absolutely stunning. It is just absolutely remarkable. His. Uh, I I was telling you before the show, he just always seems to be in the right place at the right time. It's like an intuition with him. He's he's his that turnaround jumper that he's got is just sick. And yeah, I don't know. He reminds me like I I think I told you, he he reminds me of like a a Clay Thompson who needs to improve his shot, basically. Yeah, he's he's gone from as a freshman seven points a game to a sophomore now, he's right at right just above 20 points a game. And the Badgers have just thrust him into the spotlight. I don't know if thrust is the right word, but they'll dedicate entire highlight videos on Twitter just to Johnny Davis. I've, I kind of feel like that's a that's almost a lot of pressure for a sophomore. Yeah, but he's dealing with it with no problem at all. He is totally just even keel all the time. It's really astounding. And oh, that, that Marquette game, on Saturday, he made this one play. There's this one moment where he, he his composure changed a little bit when he made the sick, sick play, and he just he got what they called uh, the gas face, where he uh, you know he just gets this like he realized that what he had done was remarkable. Yeah, the skull. He, that, like, he got that dang, skull. Dang, that 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 was so good. It stank. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. Giannis does that all the time. Giannis yeah, and Kupo. Yeah, exactly. the, the, I hate. I honestly, I hate that. They're like tough guy. Look at me. I can't. You know, like oh you. But, just like I. Hate but that it. was. It was all that it was. It was a facial expression. He didn't do anything else. He just yeah. did a facial expression, and and nobody. I, I don't know. It was pretty remarkable. But yeah, no, he's good. He's really good. No big deal. But in my in, in my heyday, I used to do some stuff that well, I thought was pretty stick, sick. But I always laughed it off because I just call it luck. 
Like if I did something on the basketball court, I'd be like, wow, that was really awesome. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, exactly. So my my stink face or my growl, my grin, you know, not grin, but I'm more laughing and 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 just joyful up the court if I oh, do something. Uh, crazy. Oh, I know, I know you are. I know, <laughs> I know. Right. I play basketball with you. I know. <laughs> All right, that's Lacrosse Mayor Mitch Reynolds. We're gonna get into some uh, mayor business, city business when we come back. Brad's got to do the news. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to ask Mayor Mitch Reynolds a question, I'll turn, I'll put you on. There we go. Uh, go ahead. Feel free. 608-785-7914. Seriously, every time you come back on it, I always like it. There's always a little bit of like hilarity in my back of my head because, you know, we're reverse roles now, kind of a little bit. You're You're not the call screener, so to speak, but. I am right. I don't know. What What do you think? You know, when you come on and you hear me doing this, you, you probably laugh a little bit, right? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I know it's been a little while, but yeah, there's there's something where I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that still is a, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Lacrosse.vm. Really? I think two okay. and a half years. I think I'm at two and a half years since taking over or so. And you're yeah. at uh, eight eight months, almost eight months as the mayor the the latest in the Marquette University Law School poll says uh, you're you're gaining momentum. It's a the favorability is high, but also uh, is the mayor doing a good job? Favorable is like forty percent. Unfavorable though is also at forty percent. So it's right. Th- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what it would be funny if the Marquette University just threw random mayors. Know, right? in. That would be great. Maybe we should just do. Uh, I, 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 maybe we should just do our own poll. It'd be really skewed, though. I think if we did the wisdom poll, it'd be really skewed. Um, all right. So I want to talk about the <laughs> Chamber of Commerce building right. plan. Yep. Do you, as mayor, do you start throwing eggs at that building just to bring the value down from across <laughs> City Hall? You just start throwing, or maybe like throw your garbage out in the lawn just so it makes it a little trashy. Yep. Hey, I don't know. Two point some million for this building. It looks like it's kind of a rough neighborhood, and, you know, there's eggs all over the side of it. I can try that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's across the street from City Hall, so that should lower the value uh, immediately. Well, yeah, maybe um, maybe put Hatch Baby out there, too. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's not go there. Uh, yeah, so, I, you know, that's, that's an interesting thing. We, we you know, this is a back, so, you know, this is it's been in development for so long in terms of concept. And we, and we really just started talking about the potential for purchasing the building and that, that lot, that entire lot. Uh, gosh, I want to say, I mean, it was just weeks ago. And, you know, the pace of government is incredibly slow. We have to do things in the open. We have to be very public about everything. We have to make sure that everybody knows that we're, you know, if we're engaged in this uh, potential to purchase a building, especially if we're going to get involved with the county, Everything has got to be open to the public. And so it, it really, what, what private business typically does is like, hey, I want that building. I want to buy that. And then there's a, you know, there's an agreement. You write a check and we're done. And we just, you know, we're not, we're not capable of doing that in government. But um, so there is going to be, I have no idea how this is going to go. I don't know. We have made an offer on, um, on the building. I'm not sure how that is going to be re- received. Well, when or you say we have not gotten response yet, when so you say we'll, we'll who's who's we? Is it county slash city? Do you guys have to go yep. halvesies on it then? Well, you know the, the thing is, is that again, this is conceptual, and so we don't have an agreement worked out. But we are uh, we did make an agreement. We did make an offer together. Yeah. So okay. with the the understanding that we would have 
and an entire agreement worked out to to, uh, present to the county board and the city council uh, to approve the purchase of the building. And again, you know, whatever offer we have would be contingent on that uh, approval by the city council and the county board. Do we know what the offer is? Because you got to be transparent and all that jazz. Not about that. <laughs> Not about that. Okay. And did you really lowball them? How about that? We could be really general because everybody's first offer is a real lowballer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, all right. And, and people might not even know what we're talking about because it was just news that last week, I think, uh, the, the city plan commission meeting or one of them. I can't remember which meeting. But yeah, it was so a special did, meeting, actually. Well, let me tell you. Let me give you this. So what we did is we got the county board together, the county board executive committee, and the city council executive committee together for the first time in, I don't know, recorded history. Uh, we got these two committees together and basically uh, threw a trial balloon at them and said, hey, what do you think? And and it was basically buy this property with the intent of turning that current Chamber of Commerce building that's on La Crosse Street across from City Hall, for those people who don't know where we're talking about, it used to be the old Associated Bank, uh, buy that building and utilize that as a services center for the county to provide services for our uh, unsheltered population within the city of La Crosse, and then utilize that space to, um, to build um, basically bridge housing for individuals, and uh, and we're talking about the same folks that essentially are being served at the Econo Lodge right now on the north side of La Crosse, and the same folks who were the same the same types of individuals in these particular cases, these very high barrier, high risk individuals that we've tried to uh, you know that we've been struggling with in these extraordinary crisis level numbers uh, because of any number of different factors, but uh, over the last couple of years. Um, the same folks who were in Huska Park over the summer. So the idea is build this and utilize it to pre- create this bridge housing, something that doesn't exact it doesn't exist within the city or anywhere in the region right now, and um, and try to use that as part of our solution for trying to deal with homelessness. Yeah, when you say bridge housing, it's it's almost a you know homeless people can live there for a time, get back yep. on their feet, and then when they're ready to get their own. You know, hey, I can afford a mortgage or a rent or something like that. They can move on. I mean, that's kind of it. That's, a, that's basically basically the concept. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be there's got to be something between a shelter, you know, a shelter essentially, which we have. We have uh, Catholic Charities, the Salvation Army. They provide shelters. They provide like a space, a respite from the cold uh, and from the elements. We have those, and then we have uh, we have opportunities to get people into. There's the Lacrosse Housing Authority, right? There's uh, numerous different voucher programs to use to pay, help feed people pay rent. There's ways that people get stand on their own feet and 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 provide for themselves. There's a lot of different things that we can help do as a society to make sure that people are housed. But there's not that in our community. There's not that place in the middle that that gets people out off of the street or out of our parks or out of other places and into a place of their own. And that's what we're trying to, we're trying to fulfill, we're trying to fill that spot. And so this is what would do that. And um, again, you know, it's, this is a, uh, a pretty good spot and we thought it might be worth a shot. We're speaking with lacrosse mayor, Mitch Reynolds. Is this too good of a spot? I mean, it's kind of prime location. 
Would, would there be, I guess, why why he in this location as opposed to uh, somewhere else in the cities? I, I, I don't know where a better or worse location would be. That's a really good question. I mean, there are some good locations throughout uh, the, 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 the city. And what we wanted to make sure that we did was um, keep whatever, whatever space that we were looking at, and we we're looking at a few, whatever space we were looking at, we're trying to keep that, we're trying to make sure that whatever space is, is accessible to services that people that we're trying to serve typically need. And those are generally provided by the county in various different ways, but also through various partner agencies and, you know, independent living resources is one of them. And, um, you know, that we got Cooley Cap, yet Habitat for Humanity, like any, any of these number of different organizations, the New Horizons, Catholic Charities, um, the YWCA, where are all of these organizations? I mean, typically they all have offices in the downtown. And so the idea was try to centralize that somewhere near those services. Where is the County Health and Human Services building? It's downtown. Uh, we, uh, where's the courthouse? I mean, that's downtown. So how do we make sure that the services that people need are near, are, are near where they're going to be living? And that this is one of those places that we identify. There are a few others, but this is, you know, this is available now. And, um, and across again, across the street from city hall. All right. I want to continue this conversation, but I, I'm going to run. I just feel like I have more questions and you're going to, you're going to talk me right to the break. (laughs) So, um, but, uh, you know, just some other things that, that we can we can get into, too, along with this chamber building is is just the I don't know, is the fish labs building? Is that pro, is that a done deal, so to speak? I mean, when the when the council comes, are we, are we probably are we probably good there? We're like that's that plan is going to go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. OK, simple enough. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, again, it's up to the city council. They can decide. Yeah, um, I don't. It just seems like we've they, been running around the track, so to speak, on this and the Bethany Lutheran Homes thing for so many months in a row that, like, okay, we need a decision at least, either either approve it or disapprove it. Yeah, and I I think that we are yeah running around the track is a good way to uh, <laughs> to describe that. Um, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather run through the new ORA trails through Hickson Forest because it's just it'd be better. But we we literally just running around the circles like, ah, eh, we're gonna push it off another month, and and that's fine. It's you know we could talk about it some more and more, but uh, you know, it the, the just seems that at some point you got to just either axe it or, or approve it. Yeah, and I I appreciate the city council being very conscientious and really taking time to to examine all options on the table for not only the fish hatchery building. But you mentioned Bethany, um, uh, Bethany St. Joe, those homes, I, I, I mean, are those uh, that that uh, uh, proposal for that uh, for that building? I appreciate the city council taking its time and trying to digest all of the, you know, all the needs of the of the neighbors for all of those for both of those areas and uh, potential for impacts uh, for the future of not only those areas but the rest of the city of La Crosse. I think it's good to do that. I do think at times we can slow things down, and I've heard this, um, you know, concern expressed many, many times. That at times government can slow things down to a point where developers are like, you know what, this is too much, man. We got to move on. Um, and I, I think that we need to really. I don't think government needs to focus exactly like a business, but we do need to be more responsive and more understanding of how, how businesses work 
and how development happens. And I think that sometimes we lose track of that. All right. We're going to continue this with lacrosse mayor Mitch Reynolds in a bit. forgot it was uh, December. I usually do Christmas music, Mitch. Are you, I feel like you're not old school Christmas music guy, are you? I mean, it depends on what, what do you mean by old school. Like Andy Williams, uh, Bing, is it Bing Crosby, oh, I think? And I like Bing Crosby. Not a huge fan of Andy Williams. Um, Nat King Cole, obviously, is a big, I mean, they say obviously because he's the greatest. Um, but you know what? I mean, I'm, there's, I'm open to all sorts of Christmas music. Uh, some of it is just eh, a little bit. You, you, after hearing it for the last 50 years. Uh, <laughs> you only got to hear it for man. a couple of weeks. What about, this, is a, this is a different one, though. Here. Wow. This is uh, Run DMC. Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Just Google right. it. Just Google it. It's a good one. I feel like they were going to sing here quicker. But um, all right. That's Lacrosse Mayor Mitch Reynolds. Um, <laughs> you know, this is this is pretty big. I'm going to I'm going to ask the astrology. Brad was yelling at me be- sure. earlier today because I said astronomy. And then he was like, oh, really? You're going to see. But at the is it now I got to get it right. right. Astrology department at UWL because they've there's a there's a Chinese rover, a lunar rover whatever on the moon right now on the dark side of the moon which we've never been to before apparently um and on the horizon it has taken a picture of a black square box just it's it's really it's a blip like it could be a piece of dust on the camera for all i know but it just looks like this square and i sent you the story because i mean this uh, this is crazy there's a there's a building on the moon and nobody i don't understand why it's not leading every newscast yeah, it's a little strange. So I got, I got, I took a picture. Uh, I mean, I took a I took a picture of it. I took, I looked at a picture of it. I was up there, and uh, you know, I looked at a picture of it, and it, it, it's definitely a. It, it stands out. There's no question. Um, I'm. It's curious because the picture that I have apparently, it's only. It's a tiny little box, and it's, it says it's only 80 meters away from the rover. I think this is the picture no. everyone's looking at, and it looks really, really small. I was thinking miles. You think it's meters, 80M? You think maybe, could it be miles? Hmm. Okay. He's on Twitter, right. so he's trying to, like, miles. he's trying to save. I thinking meters. He's trying to save. Also, he's putting a bunch of Chinese writing in there because the, the – the thing is called the the quote unquote mystery house in Chinese is, looks a little different on Twitter. Um, yeah, they call right. it, they call it the mystery house. But yeah, I was thinking it's miles. It's two to three lunar days away from this rover. If it's eighty meters, this rover has a terrible camera, or this this box is really small. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking is that the the rover only goes like a couple you know inches per hour or something. So if it's miles, that makes more sense, and it's then it's pretty big. Then it's a big thing. Yeah, it's, and it's not, a, then then that means that there's something up there on the moon where there are individuals spying on us. Well, yeah. individuals or Bezos, I think Bezos probably put an Amazon factory up there just to get a head start. Uh sure. I mean, good planning. I mean, know? it's We're either Bezos or Elon Musk, right? Those are the two people going to space because <laughs> they got more money than more money than the rest of the world, probably. Right. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, I think number three is calling in here. 
Okay. Number three, you there? I got cold beer and uh, chickens. Okay. <laughs> well, why do you got it? Because <laughs> I don't want you to have it. That's why. Well, you should have <laughs> dropped it off at City Hall. Not with that goofy office hours down there. Anyway, Mitch, <laughs> you're talking about putting the homeless up down there at 7th and Lacrosse Street? Yeah. I think you should watch television sometimes in San Francisco, L.A., and Seattle, where they have put homeless shelters up right by city halls down there. Yep. Their problems are better. Um, so you cut out a little bit there, but you're saying their problems have gotten worse, not better? What's that? I, I think I think you cut out yeah. a little bit, but did you say the problems have gotten worse, not better? Yeah, they've gotten worse. All you got to do is watch television sometimes and see all this stuff. And uh, yeah. I was out in Seattle here a while ago, and I was telling you about how they run down neighborhoods and had uh, opened up a building one time for 300 people, and 600 showed up. Yeah. And the, the town is just uh, different parts of the towns are just going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, and, you know, I... Uh, uh, Seattle a couple of years ago and looking at, um, at, you know, some of the places that were, uh, that I probably have, are, are experiencing now even more so than they were then, homelessness to the point that is just uh, uh, historical in significance. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty rough. There's no question. Um, I would submit that across the nation, and it's not, you know, it's not just Seattle, it's not just San Francisco, it's not just Austin or Madison or whatever other you know, liberal city you want to you know, plug in there. It's all across the nation. We're seeing a dramatic rise in the number of our, of our unhoused, our um, unsheltered population. And there's any number of reasons for that. I mean, part of it's COVID, there's no question. Part of it is just some of the some of the issues that happened because of the pandemic, because, you know, when you're couch surfing, it's you're doing it because somebody's allowing you to, to hang out on the couch. And then at some point, maybe it's not worth the risk for whoever's hosting you. So that's part of it. There's also limits. The CDC put in limits to how many the density that shelters could hold. And so that's also part of why we're seeing more people on the street. And there's other factors as well. We have these significant, we have these, it's systemic socioeconomic issues that have occurred uh, that, that continually lead to more people being, uh, being left out, essentially, and not having a place to live. We have a, just an incredible shortage of housing available within our community. And, you know, that's, that's part of the problem as well. And, that, and part of our solution for addressing homelessness is to make sure that we're adding housing to the extent that we can. And that's, that's part of what we're doing in the city of La Crosse. So it's not, if, if you, you know, it's not just adding a shelter that creates homelessness. We have a growing crisis of homelessness, not just in our community, but throughout our nation. And, um, you know, it's going to take some creative problem solving to take care of that. 
Now, uh, we're speaking of lacrosse mayor Mitch Reynolds. Now, you, you, the plan the plan so far, I mean, starting to talk about this, but the Chamber of Commerce building across from City Hall is, and you're going to build, inside that building, you're going to have more of an outreach center. But my, my question is, we, we have what's literally called the Reach Center. They just opened up not long ago. Um, I, you know, there's there's a couple other entities that, that do this. So will the will what the the chamber building whatever goes inside there as as people that are going to help? I, I guess what's the difference between the plan inside the chamber building for helping homeless people versus maybe this new reach center or some of the other entities that are you know Salvation Army even just you know they're 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 they have administration in there to help people you know get get by I guess or help people get along homeless people. Yeah, yeah, they do. They sure do. Is is that what the chamber building is going to also do? Is it just another entity like that? So the building is just a building. And if these organizations want to come there and they want to be part of it, we are certainly going to be welcoming. It's 19,500 square feet. And so we have, there's capacity. The, the idea is that there would be uh, the county. The county the county is basically, you know, the, our, the, concept, the, the concept right now is that the county would own the, the, the building and the county would provide services out of that building. And if other service agencies in the community want to be a part of that, they certainly can be. Um, you know, we're not. I I can't I can't answer for what other organizations or what organizations, nonprofit organizations in our community are doing or not doing, or how they're partnered and how they're not partnered. I can't answer for that. Um, what I can tell you is that we're facing a crisis level of homelessness, and uh, we're trying to address that uh, as a city. Really, and 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 uh, comprehensively for the very first time, but also uh, collaborating with the county to do so. And you know, hopefully, these other service agencies will engage with us. But I can't guarantee that. All right, um, all right. Moving on. The we, yep. we, I tried to do this last week. I'm just going to reverse it now. So sure. uh, we we talked about homeless last or last week, last month. But yep. it, I wanted to talk about. So the you you become mayor. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last, I feel like it was a couple of weeks ago, the Wisconsin DOT finally, I feel like they had a meeting to to show off the plans for redoing Lacrosse Street, which, you know, before you were mayor, we, we talk about a lot of times as Cabot, I think Tim Cabot, the former mayor, talk about how they did patchwork jobs on Lacrosse Street until we can get to this. We're finally here, 2022. We're going to redo Lacrosse Street, but we're also going to build roundabouts, um, three, I think three different roundabouts. What do you think of the roundabout plan on the south side uh, going down the main drag there? What, Mormon Cooley, is that the main drag? Yeah, it is. Uh, south Avenue, Mormon Cooley, I, I don't, uh, what do I think about them? Um, I, I think what the, the DOT design is uh, on paper is really good. I, I don't have an issue with any of it. Um, it they've presented it. Uh, we've, we've, we've evaluated it. it. It looks, you know, it's, it looks like it's going to be a good project. There is uh, improves access for pedestrians and bicycles. Um, it will improve traffic flow through the south side of Lacrosse. Uh, it'll improve safety. Uh, there's a lot of benefits there. Um, you know, we have to be very cautious that uh, the what is planned and and what eventually shows up are are essentially the same thing. We've learned, you know, just recently we we had some. Um, there was it was clear that there was some miscommunication um, from the DOT about what they planned for the intersection of West Avenue and Jackson Street, uh, and there's been some very 
significant safety concerns there that we've expressed, and hopefully the DOT will step up and try to try to uh, deal with that. Uh, and I think they will. But uh, what I've seen from that that project, uh, South Avenue, Monacoli, I'm I'm fine with it. It looks really good to me. Yeah, I'm all for roundabouts. In fact, in front of the chamber building that in City Hall, right there, we need a roundabout right there. Yeah, I I don't I don't know why. I have to admit that I have a blind spot in relation to why that hasn't been done, or whether that will be done at some point. So, I uh, I don't you know at some point, hopefully that that'll be something that's addressed. Well, the county will buy that building, and then the state will want to come and uh, take some of that land. What is it called when you when the when the state just takes land? I'm not going to think eminent, of it. eminent domain. Eminent domain. Yeah, and that, then... it wouldn't be that land. It would be. Um, it would be. I mean, there's available property there, so it's not like it's that's that would be a problem. But uh, there's plenty of space there. Yeah, Winona, right in the right when you come into Winona, they're going to put a roundabout in there. And man, I don't know how long that's going to take, but that traffic is going to be crazy. Uh, for however long it takes for them to put a roundabout there, what do you think traffic's going to be like going down south, going down Mormon Cooley on the south side when they're when they're trying to do these construction projects? Rick, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Um, it's it's going to be a it's going to be it's going to be a rough year for traffic. Uh, and uh, you know what? The, the we the DOT the schedule. So Lacrosse Street is really interesting because so Highway 16 Lacrosse Street, you know, that's a state project, and they've been working on that. So that was planned for improvements more than 20 years ago, uh, well more than 20 years ago. And they're just getting to that. And it just so happens to fall in the, 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 in the same schedule year as the South Avenue Mormon Cooley project. And so I, and I, I don't, you know, it is, it is what it is. They schedule out years in advance. So this is what we're stuck with, and it, it ain't, ain't going to be pretty. There's no question. I, um, our city staff is doing the best that they can to make sure that that we are helping people get in and out of lacrosse and through lacrosse and and making sure that we've got, um, you know, making sure that it, the impact in neighborhoods is minimized to the extent possible. But it's, I, I wish I I wish I could say oh it's going to be it's going to be perfectly fine. But there's going to be some complaints. People are going to be frustrated. It's it's going to be a, you know it's going to be a rough construction season with those two uh, those two roadways down at the same time I did send you that proposal I don't know if you saw it, the having the, having cars ferried up and down the Mississippi River during that <laughs> uh, and then we'll just drop what should we drop them off some at uh, uh, it's not Isle of Plume but the uh, the other uh, Pettibone we'll drop some off at Pettibone and then some at, at the airport I love it yeah let's do that that's perfect. I mean, yeah. uh, along with we have the transient docks down at Riverside Park. We could also do a, <laughs> maybe you know I don't know a, a carport right there. Let's let's use that river. Let's use the river. Let's use barges. You know, let's uh, let's be creative. I like the thinking. I really do. All right, that's I mean, the we com- have we have and just to be clear, I mean, we have a detour plan in place. We're going to be communicating exactly what's going to be happening throughout the neighborhoods and throughout the city. Um, at, you know, at the beginning of the year, letting people know what to expect. Uh, the Lacrosse Street project probably won't get started until June. The uh, this, uh, South Avenue Mormon Cooley project will start a little bit before that, but uh, we'll we'll let people know way ahead of time. There's going to be really really good signage uh, from the city and from the DOT, and uh, we you know we're definitely on top of it. But you know very well you take two state highways, in at one point or another they're both going to be somewhat offline. Um, it's going to cause some issues with traffic. There's no question. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the other plan I had was just we, we we rent out four-wheelers at the south and north ends of the project, and then people can just four-wheeler across. <laughs> but I don't know. That'll be that'll be hairy when there's, you know, construction equipment. Um, all right, Mayor, thanks yep. a lot for coming on. Hey, man, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yep, bye. bye. All right, that was Lacrosse Mayor Mitch Reynolds. One more break. We'll be wrap up. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Just going to wrap up here. Thanks again to Lacrosse Mayor Mitch Reynolds for joining Talking about the Chamber of Commerce building that the city and the county. <laughs> Run DMC Christmas. Uh, the city and the county want to team up on and buy. It sounds like the county is going to be the owners of that land or building, however you want to describe that area across from City Hall there. Uh, they'll be right next to each other and they can, they can just walk over when they want to have meetings. Uh, but it's going to be set up for some type of help to the homeless, and then we'll see. It, it, it didn't sound like Mitch knew what entities, because there are other entities that are that are working, nonprofits working to help the homeless, and will those places migrate over to what the chamber building will turn into at some point? We'll see. It's a pretty big building, so maybe. I don't know. I don't know in comparison to the other entities that, nonprofits that are helping out, but we'll see. Uh, and then, of course, the the road plans in Lacrosse. Everyone loves loves that the uh, the idea of redoing Lacrosse Street and Mormon Cooley Road on the south side. And put roundabouts in there. I'm excited for the roundabouts, but the uh, what it takes to get there is a little bit scary, of course. Uh, tomorrow, Matt Rothschild's going to join us. He's the executive director of the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign. We're going to talk about that. Just going to talk about the state of democracy right now and and what the state, literally the state of Wisconsin, is doing in terms of voting, stuff like that. So stay tuned. We'll be back tomorrow.